you know, we got to get it in somehow. Championship Sunday. And Scott Evans Labar, you know him well from the nation's capital, the great work he does with the the Redskins and the uh, Capitals, and uh, in general, some of the Wizards. He does a great job there, and of course, uh, he knows uh, football. And certainly, uh, the Final Four is set. Scott Evans Labar, welcome, my friend. You getting ready? You getting excited? Oh, here we go! This is going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's be Three fun. o'clock got, and everything. Hey, to... listen, before we start, you are as aficionado as it comes when it comes to college basketball. The passing of Billy Packer, uh, you know, one of the greats, him and Jim Nance, nothing like it, March Madness. He was March Madness, Billy Packer. He was incredible as an analyst. Uh, your thoughts, sir, on the passing of Packer? Very sad day for broadcasting, as you alluded to, Jay. Uh, one of the greats uh, certainly um, defined the tournament, NCAA tournament. Um, I was very saddened when I saw the scroll on that. Uh, 82 years young, and um, you know, I just hope that he went peacefully. You know, the 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 one element of Billy Packer I I loved was the fact he spoke his mind. He didn't care. You know, he got a lot of vitriol from a lot of different sides and whatnot, but he called it as he saw it, and he spoke as he wanted. Uh, and that was an element of Billy Packer that, that I loved, you know. And, and he'll, he was missed, you know, when he exited the tournament years and years ago now. Uh, it, it was one of those things, you know, you really kind of miss Billy Packer as that voice. So that's the one thing that will always uh, reside with me as far as Billy, you know. But... Um, uh, the beat goes on, and condolences to the Packer family. We move on. Uh, Championship Sunday, how did we do last week? Well, you know, we did pretty well, except for that one game in Buffalo, uh, Um We both called the Bills in a, uh, in a victory, and we were both wrong. And i got to give credit to my brother-in-law, Shane Swenson, who told me Cincinnati was going to win that game, and he was, in fact, Correct. Yeah, and that was the. It, let me say this about Bob. That was a laying of an egg beyond belief. I mean, that, how you come out and play like that, down fourteen nothing. Uh, if you went to the fridge to get the chicken wings out, uh, you know what? You missed two touchdowns right there. I mean, that was it. I mean, that was a disgraceful performance. Um, I, I and agree. listen, I listen. He's been there a while, Scotty. That uh, Sean McDermott, but. You know, if I'm a general manager, I, you know, I got to scratch my head a little bit here. You know, I mean, the, the team, I mean, how do you come out and the Bengals had an axe to grind? You know, because, you know, arguably they could have been hosting the game based on what happened a couple of Monday nights and everything else. We know the whole DeMar deal. I get it. But knowing they had an axe to grind, how do you have your team flatline like that? That's a bad, that's a bad analogy. I'm sorry. How do you have your team come out as as listless as they did as listless as they did i agree they were they they didn't appear ready they got out coached they got outplayed and as i was saying to a good buddy of mine in rochester who was at the game they just got they got punched in the mouth right from the get-go and they never were able to recover and um you know they're not a team that's real good at coming back from a deficit like that 
Uh, what's interesting about this Sunday, Jay, is that the Bengals opened up minus one, and now it's Kansas City minus two and a half. That's a pretty big swing, and I think that's all due to the fact that Mahomes is healthy. He's yeah, I think you're right. On. Yep, Scott Evans with the ball with us. All right, let's get to the uh, let's get to the first game because we knew it was going to come down to these two 49ers and, and Eagles. And you know, you you look at how Philadelphia just dismantled the Giants, thirty-eight-seven. I mean, it, from the get-go as well, a team to be reckoned with, no question. They two and a half point favorite. Uh, Scotty, make your case. I like the Eagles this game and the reason being is they're at home uh they're uh, they're going to have their fans there that are uh can be obnoxious at times and i i think the fact the factor is going to be i don't think they're going to be able to stop hurt uh running the ball their running game and he's pretty good passer and uh, i mean san francisco's defense is really good we've talked about it um, but you know what? The, the Eagles are playing pretty good football too, and they're well rounded. The teams match up pretty well. Uh, at the end of the day, when you look at you know when you look at this game, I mean, I love the fact that both games are under three point spreads. So we should have some really good football games. You know, I think the fascinating part of this game is the defensive line of the Eagles and the running game of San Fran, because will they be able to stop McCaffrey and company? That's the key here, you know. Uh, That is going to be an incredible piece of the competition in this game. That defense, both have great defenses, both. And Hurts, will he be able to run on Bosa and company? Another fascinating element right there. Uh, I think it's a low-scoring game. I agree with you. I think the Eagles will win. Uh, they have been the best team in the National Football League, at least for the first eight weeks, arguably nine weeks. Took some time off. The injuries hurts and everything else. But I think Philadelphia gets to Glendale. Uh, and I think it's a low-scoring game. I really do. Something maybe of a 16-13. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. You know, will George Kittle have his way with a couple of catches? Uh, will uh, Mr. Purdy uh, feel Purdy, or does it get ugly for him? You know, does he kind of continue on this streak, Mr. Relevant, at this point in time? Uh, another fascinating dynamic. What about Purdy and the Magic? I think they can squeeze him a little bit, um, put pressure on him, and he might just make a mistake because – Think about it. Each week that they progress, the stakes get higher. Now he's planning to go to the Super Bowl. And I think the Eagles, if they game plan correctly, will put some pressure on him, which could, in fact, cause a turnover. And that could be a diff- the difference in a game like this. This up to the nightcap around 6.30, kind of a rematch last year. Bengals, Chiefs, got a high ankle sprain for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, how mobile will he be? A huge question. We know about the offensive line and all the woes that plagued the Bengals, although it certainly didn't look like it against the Bills. So here we go with Joe Cool against Mahomes and company. And does Cincinnati, in your estimation, get back to the big game? 
I was going to say yes due to the fact that uh, Mahomes has the the, the uh, banged up ankle, but seeing this line move like it did tells me that Mahomes is looking good, and um, I think the home field and the fact that it's really tough to beat a team more than three times, and that's what the Bengals have done against the Chiefs. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs in this one, even though I'd like to see the Bengals win. The same thing, but. I'm going to go opposite with you. I, I just think Burrow is the best quarterback right now out there, the way he's been playing. And he's got the targets. You know, he's got the Jamar Chases. He's got the, the T. Higgins. Uh, he's got the uh, the Boyds of the world. Joe Mixon is running the ball like, uh, like no one else. Uh, he's got all the components uh, going here, even with the injuries. Um, you know what? I, I I guess I'll go since I mean my original was Cincy Philly. I'll stick with it. I was kind of going a little back and forth there as far as the Chiefs and everything else. Definitely like you thinking on that line shift of Vegas uh, with Kansas City now in front by one and a half. But uh, in essence, I'll stick to my original. I'll, I'll go with the Bengals and Eagles in Glendale, Arizona on February the twelfth, my friend. So. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, we will have some riveting games. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Give me a final thought. I think I think we will. And my mistake is to actually move to Kansas Kansas City uh, minus one and a half. I was saying two and a half. I was incorrect. Uh, so I stand corrected there. But um, we'll see. I mean, I'm hoping for two really good games. I think we're going to see that uh, because we got two great defensive teams leading it off, and then we have two teams that are offensively superior uh, in the nightcap. So I'm just hoping for some good football and uh, let the games begin. And it all starts, uh, ladies and gentlemen, around 3 o'clock. Get those to-do lists going for yourself. 3 o'clock kickoff with the NFC and then the AFC at around uh, 6 uh, third. Should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of fun. Scott Evans LeBar with us as far as uh, all the way to the Super Bowl. You take care. Have a great week and enjoy the games.